Hello guys, welcome to a brand new episode of the Sidebars Podcast. Yes, my name is Barry and of course I've got Onka with me in the building today. Yep. My brother, how you doing man? Oh man, very well man, I'm very well. <laughs> you don't look very well. <laughs> What's yeah, going yeah. on? You know this um, code? Mm. You know, Qatar is something I just, I feel it's just one of those things that come and go. But mm-hmm. this just caught me on a ways and it's been really, really crazy. Mm. Like I've been sniffing since more since morning. Mm-hmm. I think I saw the signs yesterday evening, but yeah. I don't take it serious and everything. Nah, man, you, you should take it serious because with the weather these days and you know with COVID nineteen roaming about, <laughs> trust me, I, I think it's best to just start treating it immediately and just eliminate it. Don't take anything for granted because these days I've heard so many stories of people who have like um, just little ailments or just little things that just make their health worse or whatnot but trust me man bro just treat it immediately and get rid of it go and get your vaccine talking about vaccine let me just let me put it down there in case you guys don't know Oka is one of those people that is not so convinced about this COVID-19 vaccine well I've taken my first dose I'm looking forward to the second dose so bro please let us know why you've not well, taken wait, before, before I even what was your what was your experience like it wasn't funny. Okay. I'll not lie to you. So before I took the vaccine, right, the first thing I did was I asked a lot of questions from people. Mm. So when I went, I made sure that I ate and I used painkillers before I before I went to take the vaccine. So good and fine. I went there. In fact, the nurses they they would not give you the vaccine if you're not eating. They'll ask you Blatantly. Any anyone can say they eat it, so true, true. But then you feel the after effects. So even though I ate mm. right and I took the vaccine, um, I was okay for that first day. I was really okay. But then <laughs> after I slept, all of a sudden I woke up in the middle of the night and it felt like there was a tank on my left hand where I took the jab. Like my hand was feeling so heavy. Mm. So later on in the morning when I woke up getting ready for work. It was so difficult trying to get myself. Wait, open. you went to work the next day. I went to work the next day. Oh, wow! <laughs> I went to work the next day because the next, because the day before, the day I took the job was my off day. Okay. So it would have been somehow if I didn't come to work um, the next day. So I went to work and everything was happening in slow motion for me. Taking my bath, brushing my teeth because the pain was so much. So immediately I was done freshening up. I had just something to eat and I took the first dose of of a painkiller. Mm. However, some people say you shouldn't take painkillers after you've taken the vaccine. I don't know about that, but but you took painkillers. I I had to because the pain was it was terrible. I will not even lie to you. That's like the most pain I felt in a very very long time. No, that's no reason why I'm not doing it. <laughs> but you see, the thing is that it affects people differently. Let me give you an example. Why did I say this? I remember the day that my mom and my grandpa took their first dose on mm. the same day. My grandpa was okay. My mom was down for three days. Your grandpa didn't feel anything. He didn't feel anything whatsoever. So just imagine. So the, the truth is that it affects people differently. So that same day, after I took the first dose of the painkiller, I was so let's say the the pain in the arm was reducing, although I could still feel the pain. So if you touch me, I can feel the pain there, right? Mm. But then I now began to run temperature. Wow! I was having a bit of a headache, and just general body pains that were making me feel like I had malaria or something similar. So in the afternoon, look, I was gone. I was feeling so weak, like I was just weak. Like you were crashing at work. Thank you. you that was it. That was it. I was crashing at work. Like it was so bad that my colleagues were like, "Yo, I think you should just go home. You don't look good. This one down." But yeah, so eventually I had to go home early, and I just slept. Like I slept for the longest time in God knows how long. That's probably the longest time I've slept this year. You know, it's funny that you, we even wanted to record that day. Yes, yes, so yes, yes, exactly. After exactly, you, true, After true, taking true. your job. So I don't even know exactly. why then, we thought we could do that. And then the, the worst part about that day was the struggle to get the vaccine. So, I mean, the government is saying, everyone, go get your vaccine, go do this, go do that. But then, when you go to certain centers, mm. the, the crowd that is there... 
and well i just thank god that where i went to like the service from the medical personnel was very good they were calm they were understanding and whatnot so it was good but then they missed some other centers because i've seen videos and i've heard reactions from people yeah people will tell me that look they spent like the whole day there. the week before i spent like five hours there and i was able to get my vaccine i thought you were supposed to register or something before so week. exactly so <clears throat> excuse me so you're meant to register online actually that's one thing so that's another aspect that most people don't even know about and despite registering online, trust Nigerians now. So people will go there and be like, Jamanafa, I think it's all for pocket. They, they will take it of course. Exactly. So that's how it is. They take just bring me inside and whatnot. So a lot of that was happening. So I even at the end of the day, let me confess, at the end of the day, I, I didn't register. Oh, okay. That's the this guy into some some that look, thanks for making this work. Because I needed to get this done immediately. It kept taking time. We're meant to record that day. So me thinking that I'll be so fast to everything, man, it's I don't know, every to do everything in Nigeria is a struggle. Like <laughs> thinking about it now, I, I just think back to when I had to get my I went to renew my passport, right? And I've done all the necessary things. The only thing I'm going there for is just collection. It took me six hours to get there. You did your passport in Lagos? Yeah, I did it in Lagos. When I, I when I went there to do my passport, when was it twenty eighteen or seventeen? I had to go to Ibado. All the way to Ibado. Because <laughs> they already broke it down to me that Lagos is hmm, a struggle, hectic, yeah. and so I already had some. I had the contact of someone in immigration okay. at Ibado, so they just told me to come. It was it was not much of a hassle because I knew someone there. Nah, but trust me, it was difficult. There were so many people there, and what I think what pissed me off the most was the fact that I was at the passport office from six forty in the morning, mm. and I did not get my passport till twelve thirty. Like the thing was doing me like film trick because. They would we dropped our roaming numbers right in a sleeping bowl and then they would go into their office, they would bring out passports. They kept doing that time after time, first time, second time, third time. Ah, uh-uh. my own <laughs> didn't come out. What's going on? And then after a while, when I just got frustrated, you didn't tip anyone. Funny enough, I didn't tip anyone. Okay, so I was playing the begging card. As <laughs> I became humble that day because the, the thing was that I kept asking the officers like, "You, what's going on?" I gave them my name, I gave them my number. Then all of a sudden, one man came to meet me. He was like, eh, "Your name is Adibari." Mm. He's like, "Don't worry, there are too many Adibaris. Go and see them." <laughs> and I'm like, hey. in my head, I'm like, "How many Adibaris well, are in the world? Are in Nigeria? Do you understand?" And then after he said that again, I was just I was just, I was not timing the guy. I was waiting for him to leave the office. Mm. So immediately he left. I entered this and I went to go meet his boss. I'm like, oh god, I beg, see my room number, see my name, help me bring out my passport. It didn't take this man up to fifteen minutes, and he got my passport. Like that was just it. So you know, it's possible that if you didn't meet that man, you are not going to get a passport that day. It's very possible. But see, I was determined not to leave that place without getting my passport. Like mm-hmm. I had had enough of it. It was more than because okay, after um, after capturing, you normally it's meant to be you get your passport six weeks after, right? And it had taken more than six weeks before I was finally told that you your passport is ready. Come and get it. So. It was it was a blow that affair for me. Me, I, I knew that that day I'm going to collect my passport one way or the other, man. But I don't know why everything in Nigeria just seems to be a struggle. Do you understand? Yeah. Something that you paid for, something that you're entitled to, and all of a sudden it seems to be a struggle. I don't know, man. It's it's quite ridiculous. It's quite ridiculous. If you and the thing to. is that uh, if you have a conversation with them, they always try to justify it. Thank Those you. Those immigration guys. <laughs> no, I think they, they feel like they feel like mini gods. They feel like mini gods. See, you, you see civil servants. Hmm. Those guys, they they feel like they they hold like a button to like say your life or something. So the, the 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 most annoying part of it is that these people are so crucial to you getting some important things done. Yeah. So if you don't if you don't liaise with them, if you don't dance to their tune, definitely it's going to be a problem for you. But I don't know why things are like that in Nigeria, and I think the the worst part of it is. When you've probably struggled for something, mm. and at the end of the day, you don't get to enjoy it the most, or you don't get to that peak. The reason why I say it is because of, sadly, the, um, the death of um, David O's photographer, yeah. Fortune, yeah, Fortune, um, And when I when I saw it last night, I was so I was oh, surprised. David O has been through a lot. Huh? So that's like the, in like in two years, that's like the fourth person from his circle that is dying. You know, first of all, it was TJ. He's um, his bouncer, then um, 44, someone that is close to him as mm-hmm. well, one of his aides, and then now his photo- photographer. photographer. 
And then wait, I mean, if you follow the video online or any on any platform, if you follow any member of Thirty BG, really, you would always see that that yeah, that he is that he's what his watermark. I think he's seen that thing on his pictures. So I mean, so if you follow any member of Thirty BG and you know that yeah, there's a particular photographer named Fortune, mm. and before sadly before his death, I never put a name a face to his name. Same here. I saw the face and everything, you know, and then more pictures of him with the video came out and it's just really sad because that's someone that you know that was is definitely hard working yeah. and has been putting in the work for a long time. So apart from Davido, he also taking pictures for other artists. I know he has taken pictures for Siwa Savage. There's, there's some other big names that he has done certain projects for. I think he takes pictures for Peruzzi because I Ex- think I see exactly. He also takes pictures for Peruzzi as well. Although Peruzzi now has Peruzzi has like two new photographers to himself, you know. So I mean, it's just really sad. I'm, I'm reading about the circumstances about his death. Apparently, he went to a location. He was preparing for a shoot. Okay. And then he drowned. Was that not the same thing with Forty Four? I, I do. I don't okay, know. I, I think Forty Four was, was at the beach. Yeah, it okay, was at the beach, okay. and then he had a I know it had something arrest. to do with water. Exactly, I did cardiac arrest or something like that. So, <clears throat> it's I don't know. It's just really sad. He drowned while swimming or what? There were no. There are no intricate details still now. Oh, okay. As to how he died, but then the only reports coming out so far is just the fact that it was a particular shoot location mm. preparing for a shoot, and he he drowned. So where did he drown? I don't know. Did he drown in a pool? Did he drown in the ocean? I really don't know. You know, it's I mean the, the circumstances around his death currently are quite cryptic, if you ask me. Man. So I don't really know. And so after that, um, early early this morning, mm. um, this popular influencer Yimoli, who is like a yeah, he then he then came out to post, he put it on his story and was like, basically he said that he was. He didn't know what to say so far that he had been silent about the whole issue. But however, he had the scheduled shoot with with um, um, the fortune fortune okay. that day because oh. yesterday Yimoli signed uh, like an ambassador deal with a certain brand. Okay, uh, and then they were meant to have a shoot for that brand only. And then while while he was at um, the venue to sign all these deals, apparently fortune was at the location where they were meant to shoot. So according to Yimoli. Fortune died in the process of finding good angles for the shoot and whatnot. So, wow. currently the only is devastated because that's the one that he had always wanted to work with, mm. and then you know he got this big opportunity. They were about to work together, and then he's gone. You know, I don't know. Life is so life is so fickle these days, and definitely it's a terrible thing for the do. Right, and then I was having a conversation. It's a lot of explaining. Yeah, it's, it's a lot. I was having a conversation with some people, and then number one, his mental health. Right, and then uh, look, some people might attack me for saying this, but the <laughs> the Nigerian in me cannot ignore the fact that possibly, possibly, what if you know there's some conspiracy theories that are saying that probably Odevido is sacrificing souls to get please, 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 please. <laughs> you know, I, I saw this in on Twitter, <laughs> I just what you said now, mm-hmm. but bro, come on now. You know what makes it funny is the fact that the major reason why I even brought it up now is the mm. fact that few minutes after um, it was made on, it was put online that Fortune died. Corey Bello then tweets mm. and says, um, "There's a big price. There's a big price to pay to be one of the biggest in the industry." Before, so, after, after souls just keep dropping so when someone so when when you see a, a tweet like that no, that, that, that that's very that's heavy exactly so that's heavy you know i mean growing up we've heard stories about illuminati this one that one and the way um certain artists over there in the big world sacrifice family members to get to get rich to get this mm. to get that so many conspiracy theories so i really don't know i hope that's not the case another angle is the fact that what if someone is after the video what if someone is being spiced with the video and is attacking? <laughs> I, I, I think know. if the person was able to get 44, hmm. he puts if someone that was actually the video after, yeah. after the video, the person could have, as well, yeah, just yeah, gone after the video. He himself. gets so, uh, almost, it's just, I think it's coincidence, it might just be a fate. So, true, true. But then, another thing for me is the fact that I'm big on spirituality, I'm a Christian, so. I I know for a fact that for everything that happens in the physical, there's mm. like a spiritual aspect to it. 
So is is deep. One way or the other is deep. But then again, it might just be coincidence all of a sudden. But I don't know, man. It, bro, really, really, really it, it is what it is, man. It is what it is. I just I I pray for Fortune's family and you know all those are affected at this point in time. I just yeah. pray for peace and, and comfort for them. And comfort for them definitely. Well, yeah, but you, do you think you think people can go like as far as this to see human beings the, to the, get the, the, wealth the heart of man is desperate and wicked, mm. right? The heart of man is desperate. Look, people do all sorts of things to get to where they are. It's funny that you should bring this up and talking about people that do all sorts of things to get money, but risky. So. In a recent interview, but with um, uh, Chu Gideon Wolf, right on his show, so um, he was interviewing Bob Risky, and then um, Bob Risky blatantly put out the fact that yes, he was a man before, now he's a woman, and then a, ma- a motivating factor to becoming a woman was the fact that as a man, he was poor. He wasn't doing so well, and then he became a woman so he could be making money. So that was that's a perfect example of someone who was desperate at a point in time, mm. and then he switched <laughs> he switched genders, and now he's. Rich. I don't know. What do you think of that? For one, I think that guy is still a full blown man <laughs> <laughs> because I don't think he has gone under the knife. I don't think mm-hmm. he has taken anything out. Mm-hmm. I think he's just um, his yeah. photographers are good enough. Mm. And they have a way of. I, I mean, there was this picture when he went to reunite with his family and everything. True, exactly. I don't remember that exactly. So, I remember the makeup was fading. You could see facial now. hair. He wore like a Yeah, I, I think even even those breasts. I think everything is just fake. Yeah. So, but at the end of the day, what's the point? Mm. What's true, the point? True, so, true. But it's discussion out too. That's the, that's the thing. So he's, he's making a lot of money. Because I saw him at um, was it Tiwas? Yeah, Tiwas family. Yeah, and then really spraying dollars, spraying now one mm. thing, one thing. So I don't know. <laughs> people are desperate, and people will do anything whatsoever to um to get to where they belong. So mm. talking talking about passport here, because I I wanted to even mention before we continued, like are there plans? For you to jab out or something. Uh, de- see, if you're not if you're not thinking of <laughs> the other side right now, I don't know. For me, for me right now in Nigeria, mm. it's, it's, it's not looking like it. Okay, so currently, right, I have a should I say a comfortable nine to five job, right? But then, how does that fit into my personal goals and ambitions? Mm. How would that help me to achieve some of the things I want to achieve? And really, it's going to take a lot. And with the way Nigeria is going, Nigeria is, doesn't really have that enabling environment to get you to get yeah. you to where you want to be. So I mean, for me, I've always had the ideology of um, going to get that foreign expertise, coming back, making an impact, and making things better than it was for me. Okay, you have plans of coming back. Definitely. So for me, the whole, the whole point is to get that knowledge one way or the other. Okay. Come back to the motherland and make things better that for people that are coming after me because at the end of the day there's no place like home that's the first thing i think despite how comfortable you are somewhere home is home mm-hmm. and there's always a huge difference trust me there's always a huge difference so i think for me it's all about going out there to get that opportunity and making the most of it and then coming back here against all odds because you know coming back to nigeria you face one you face one issue or the other i mean think about it why did Twitter, when Twitter wanted to set up in Africa, yeah. why not Nigeria? If you think about it, we're, if it's Twitter Africa, Nigerians are the ones that make it really boom. Of course. We're always the one with the gist. We're their biggest market here. We're their biggest market here. So why did they come here? Government policies were not favorable for them, you know. Ridiculous taxes. It's the same thing currently going on with fintech companies. They are going just take a look at Abuki FX. You know, I, I don't I think it was I don't know if it was here I was mentioning to that. I used to assume that there are some sectors that governments cannot hit, like our governments cannot hit. Do you understand? But then they started hitting fintech, and I was like, these people can go to any extent to do whatever they want to do, as long as they achieve whatever they want to achieve. In quote, because I mean, see fintech; these are people. They actually they are helping push the economy. So they are giving jobs to me. people. So me I don't me. I don't actually get why the attack on them is heavy. Because whether we like to admit it or not, bro, it's heavy. It's heavy. So and it's definitely heavy, and it seems like a personal vendetta from 
certain individuals why do i say so because i feel like the only reason why the government is clamping down so hard on fintech generally is probably because the government is not benefiting from them but maybe the government wants um them to pay higher taxes but I, I, I mean it doesn't make sense to me if i'm working so hard and earning so much money why should i give half of my profit to the government mm. a government which is not even showing me what they're using my taxes for i mean we really don't know what they use the um, our taxes for so it's, it's definitely look it's, it's quite difficult and it's quite hard and everybody's just looking for the best opportunity out there so another thing is that i believe um to each his own so mm. why do i say this one person, you leaving your country, Nigeria, going to another place, might be beneficial to you, but by the, it might not be beneficial to your brother. So I, I feel like as individuals, we need to know what works for us. Why do I say this again? So I was reading, there's this um, Instagram page I follow online, right? It's about um, Nigerian couples in the diaspora who go through things. So one of these stories was about... Um, a couple right there is a, is a young couple they've got one child and then the wife was clamoring for them to move over okay. to canada right now before they moved over the man was doing very well here in nigeria his salary earnings was in six figures they were living comfortably everything was fine for them but because her best friend and the family moved over to canada she wanted to do the same now this man moved over with his wife to canada and now this man does not have a good job at first it took him three months to get a job so he was depending solely on his wife and currently she's earning higher than hmm. he is so everything got to him and it it has gotten to a point whereby this guy now hits her he's always hitting her he's being physically abusive hmm. he's being verbally abusive and then you know she's the one narrating this story okay and she's then saying that she doesn't know what to do that she feels bad that she put him in this position and then what so i mean when i read certain stories like that i'm just like you know what it's, it's quite obvious that the abroad that everyone talks about is not always the best thing for everybody like there's a particular parable that says the grass is not always green on the other mm-hmm. side so you need to know what works for you first i mean meditate on it pray about it consider different options and know what exactly works for you. Yeah, you you know it's funny you're bringing this story up because in the past week i mean on twitter spaces on um, clubhouse there have been conversations around um people outside nigeria always saying it's tough mm, out there yeah so people are now like if it's tough why are you still there you get mm. so if if it's actually tough and um you're still doing well you're still flourishing you're still thriving at whatever you're doing at that place so why why not why not just tell us straight of that things are going on well for you so it's i, I don't just get the point of um will i say lying hmm. or trying to um discourage people from coming over exactly so it does not make sense to me you're, you're very very right so few people actually say things the way they are few people actually open up and say okay this is what I went through to get to where I am. Mm. A lot of people only come out to talk about the success story. They don't really talk about what they did to get mm-hmm. to where they are today. So, but then, and but I'm I'm very happy that these days a lot of Nigerians in the diaspora now come out to say that look, it's not so easy if you are coming here. This is my own experience. But then I just hope that people actually take learnings from this and don't make the same mistakes that they've seen other people make or that they've heard other people make. But then truth be told, some people have just put a blind eye to the fact that you know what, Nigeria is not good for me. I want another opportunity. Yeah, because I for me, <laughs> I don't know recently, for one reason or the other, I've not really been that vibe of going out. Mm, yeah. It has just been it's not been it for me. But then I just believe that when you're outside Nigeria and you put in effort, mm-hmm. you see results. Definitely. In Nigeria, you can put in effort five times and you not see a single result. No doubt. So I think that's just the difference. And if um, if you have the opportunity, go. That's just the truth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And just have just have things planned out. Don't just going to freestyle can be. Look, you you can't go <laughs> you can't go to another man's land and not have plans mm. for yourself and not know exactly what you want to do that would be absolutely ridiculous i believe um that's just you towing the line of um failure to prepare is preparing to fail you know it's as simple as that Mm -hmm. so if you if you're not making plans 
on why you are going there and what you're going to do when you go there it's going to be a problem for you you know um so on on twitter earlier this week there was this there's this thread that has been <laughs> this thread has been making the rounds and it's starting to cause a lot of issues for people some people are beginning to get <laughs> ptsd and some people are feeling some type of way so it was that thread from Oloni. Right, so let me put out a thread and she has been put she has been putting out things that have been trending recently. Honestly, so this this most popular one, um, or the one that is making the rounds currently, she she tweeted and then she was like, Ladies, um tell me about all the experiences you had that made you give the excuse of sorry I went to bed early. Hey well, I've actually not seen that. Ah uh, no 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 bro, you must be sleeping on a bicycle because this thing has been causing issues so far. So on the thread, she continues with the thread and then she drops screenshots of um, the confessions from these ladies. Obviously, it's anonymous. You don't see the yeah. And then the kind of stories these girls were dropping, you would just be wondering, ah, ah, in this same Lagos. And then all of a sudden, you... And okay, so I'm reading these messages and from the tone of the messages, I'm reading... I can, I can perceive some sort of excitement. From the person dropping this message. Which one busted your head the most? Hmm, hmm, hmm. Which one? Which one? Okay, so <laughs> there was this particular one, right? Okay. It was about this lady. Um, she met. She was dating this guy, right? And then she met his dad, and apparently there was an attraction between her and his dad. And then later on that same week, um, the man then says to his family that he's going abroad for some business meeting okay and meanwhile he's lodging in a hotel with his son's girlfriend and then they were there for two days and then the excuse she gave him was the first night the excuse she gave was that oh that she was working on a project and in the process <laughs> she slept off she was like oh sorry i slept off the next day she said okay that she was just finish up the pro- finishing up the project with her Wait, slept off while doing what that's the whole point exactly wait, wait i didn't even get this from the job i thought you meant slept off while texting or something so that's the excuse that you give that you rather that you give that's what all of them always say okay. yeah that they slept off while um working on something or oh, they were tired meanwhile they were busy cheating okay she was lying to her exactly her boyfriend exactly. okay she was lying to her boyfriend so that was it exactly so i think that was the craziest thing i saw and then you just see some other ones and you're just like wow even you yourself, you begin to think. You begin to think of the time when someone told you, <laughs> "Sorry, I slept off." Because now, nah, trust me, like it was, it was absolutely ridiculous. And then you just begin to wonder how, what exactly is going on. I think the fact that it seems like um, um, adultery, fornication, everything just seems to become a norm right now. It's quite scary. So you know, and maybe it's it's a general thing in the world whereby you know the wrong things are now becoming a norm. Mm. You know, so it was absolutely ridiculous. But you know, talking talking about um this um lying and telling your mm. boyfriend you slept off and all of that. Mm. Are you are you of that school of thought that if you cheat, you should tell your partner straight up that you cheated? The, fir- the so for me, the first thing is, let me even answer the question. Yes. yes. Because okay. for me, what is the point? Wait, let me let me just let okay. me explain it to you. Okay. If you don't tell your partner, mm-hmm. she might not find out. It's not possible. Oh, are you, are you joking? <laughs> I don't think it's possible. I don't I don't think it's possible for you to provide for no. See, one thing is that the truth always comes out one way or the other. Mm. So it might not come out at the point when you are currently cheating or within the period where I mean, you it could have, have been a mistake, it could have been a one-time thing. I beg, it's, it's never a mistake. Okay, but it's, it's, <laughs> it's could have been a one-time thing. It might be yeah, fine, it might be okay. a one-time thing, but the fact is that you did it. Mm. That's just it. So, so you think you should own up? Then, and the earlier the better. Why is that? Because the later it bruises on mm. and the fact that your partner wouldn't find out from... If your partner doesn't find out from you, is a problem. I feel that is a really huge problem. Or maybe you guys, a couple of years later, you guys are like, you're chilling with your, your pairs and something. And then, oh, they're talking about, oh, cheating and whatnot. And then you see your partner, your partner is looking um, guilty and whatnot. And then, there and there, that's when your partner confesses to cheating. I mean, so, for one, I think you can, you can actually get away with it. Mm. I'm not saying you know, but of course, you should not cheat. Mm. But I'm saying, let's say it was a one time thing. Maybe you stay in. US or something, you came mm. into Lagos, mm. your partner is in the US, you had a one-night stand mm. with someone that you just came across maybe at the club or something, mm. how how on earth 
is your partner going to find out? Like, it was a one-time thing. Yeah. So, so the, because the, I feel that moment you tell your partner that mm. this is what happened is going to put a bridge on that relationship, whether you like it or not. See. And I, trust yes. men, they will always be bringing it up. Yes. If you're yes. going out, she she will, she, will, she, will, <laughs> she wants to exactly it she, exactly or she'll be like, mm, yeah. don't do it again. Uh, you or, get. Did you do this one now? So, but then the fact is that okay, if you don't now tell your partner, mm. so that's the secret that you're going to die with. So that's mm-hmm. something that all the time because the truth that even you as a human being, you you have a conscience. Except you're going to kill that part of your conscience, you know, to the fact that okay, you don't want. You don't want this. You don't want to ever tell this person this thing. So is that, but if you are if you are not someone that is probably sensitive, the mm. truth is that you will begin to you begin to think more about it and to start affecting you. So yeah. it might affect you to the extent whereby you would have to um, you then have to confess to the person. Do you understand what I'm yeah. saying? So different strokes for different people. It will affect people differently, actually. But then I think that's something that ah no no. See, first of all, let me <laughs> let me just put it out there. Number one, don't try it. Don't even try and put yourself in that situation mm. at all. Because it's just that it's a it's always a premeditated thought. And funny thing is that because you know when people say it was a mistake, I mean you planned. See that that you planned that, about uh, it. No no. That you guys chose a location. Uh, do you get? Do you get? I mean, you know the reason I'm even laughing is because. Someone that gave me so much insight into this was someone that was actually cheating. Mm. You get so I was I was not having a conversation with him. I was telling him that is not is it not possible for you to I don't ask him that what is it um if if someone cheats based on maybe emotional abandonment maybe you're not getting that kind of emotional support like you need from and then it just happens to be that someone else is there the guy was telling me that no 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 nothing like that that is not valid that Jesus is bad if you do it is intentional I was like okay thanks pastor only for me to now find out a couple of weeks later that in fact he's a huge corporate in it so oh, wow. so the fact is that look number one don't um don't put yourself in that situation. Mm-hmm. Definitely, man. Don't, don't put yourself in that situation. I just avoid it. And if you feel like things are leading to you possibly being in that situation, have a conversation with your partner at that point in time and just try and keep that thing from keep that situation from happening. And if there are no changes, might as well just call it quits and not do it. It's better to leave the person than I feel me, I just see it's really, I just see that disrespect, like a huge level of disrespect. So the person you're with at that point? Yeah, so the person you're with at that point. I just see it as a huge level of disrespect. But is it, is it like a turn off for you? Is it something is that... Is it deal break? See... If, if it happens, you have to call it quits with the person. So, le- before I answer that question, let me tell you something <laughs> that I've learned in the past, in the past couple of months, or something I've learned this year. Don't, don't be so... Or rather, don't give answers to questions that you are not hundred percent sure. You have not been in a position. Thank you, because you could say one thing, right? But then, when you now find yourself in that situation, you'll be doing something else. So I saw a quote earlier today, and then I think the quote said something like, "We we all pretend to be tough, but then we all there's always that one person that will bend our rules." Mm. So right now, I can categorically tell you that okay, maybe. Is a deal breaker, right? But then maybe when I find myself in that situation, yeah, that might not be the case. I'll probably want to think of, cause the, see, it's there are different scenarios that this like could happen. What if it happens when you're already married, there are children involved, so maybe you don't want to break up the home or what? Then you not begin to consider different things and whatnot. So it's different truth for different people. But some people can affirmatively tell you that okay, for me, look. It's a deal breaker. Once it happens, bam! I don't care what's going on. I'm out. I'm done. And then some people will say, "Really? I know. I have look. I know a couple of people that tell you that it's not a deal breaker for them. But what what would make them or what would be a deal breaker for them is maybe if they find out, they confront the person. The person lies about it. Okay. When so, you don't own up to it. Exactly. When you don't own up to it. So I know someone that has said, okay. Cheating is not a deal breaker for her. But then if her partner then lies about this. Mm, there and there, you know. So the is the complexities of the whole thing is is quite difficult. So I mean, to each you know, own. I've had conversation with people and um okay, these mostly babes they are the ones that come from this point of view. They're like, mm. once he has done it, yeah. he's going to keep doing it. Yeah. So that's why for some, once they find out, they call it quit. 
and just like you said you might not even know what or the next step you're going to take till you're in that position at that time so and at the end of the day, just day your lane. Exactly, exactly. Two inches old, man. Two yeah. inches old. I, I was going to talk about this Leonas. You, do you, follow, do you see him on IG? No, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. You didn't see the, the whole photo bomb thing and everything? I thought I did. he was trying to promote his album. Oh, oh, yes, 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 yes. I saw it, I saw it, I saw it, I saw it. That guy is causing like a real frack That thing is sick. Internet. It's absolutely huge. I, you know, it's. I no, see. I, you know what? I'm not going to say anything about it. No, let me keep my uh, opinions to myself. I don't. He so he would if you ask him mm. now, right? He will say that oh, it's just promo. It's showbiz. I'm trying to promote my uh, my album or whatnot. But I feel like he was really infringing on people's personal beliefs. And people's a man cannot get pregnant. Yeah, exactly. Time, so. I I feel that's what he was just doing, and he was probably like spitting in the face of science, mm. you know, and wanted that. So, but then he really, really went to the extreme. But then the the truth is that what he was trying to achieve, he got to the end of the day. I mean, this guy was trending for like twelve hours out of twenty four hours. At the end of the day, his album dropped. Um, people are listening to it. It's like. The number one album in the US currently on Apple charts. So I mean when you think about it, the numbers, his numbers are running up. I heard currently like streaming platforms are recording ridiculous numbers from him on the album. He's got like he's got some big names on the album as well, you know. So Well you know this this actually goes down to what we were talking before, like how far is far for you? How far exactly, can you go to get things done? Exactly. Because it's actually ridiculous. Because there are women that struggling to like get pregnant. I mm. feel I feel that seems yeah. spitting on their faces. Exactly. And women have spent money on um IVFs, exactly. maybe five, Sorry, a couple of them and everything. The but then you just come and you come on Instagram to make a joke of all of it. So yeah. Yeah. um I I definitely did not stream the album. Yeah of course not <laughs> of course not I'm I I mean apart from Old Town Road, I probably never listened to any Lunas X song because I mean the song was so popular that he was on every radio and everything mm. only for him to later on break news about his sexuality and whatnot but i think from did, there has he did he ever come out to see it yes he did he did come out to see. he he tweeted about it that's how he did it that's how he broke that's how he broke news about his sexuality he put it out on, on for, for one i think that guy could be straight no he's trying I, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, no no so he's not he's not in the bobristry category and james brown he's not a cross-dresser Mm. He's not. He doesn't even cross dress. He. I mean, on. Did you see what happened at the BT Awards? What he did on stage with that guy, with one of his dancers. I can't remember. I think. I, I, I don't want to repeat it, but then he had him. He, he made a very very obvious statements mm. on stage with one of his dancers. So, from there, that's quite obvious that you know what he's no. He means what he's not joking that he is what he is. I mean, he has his own. He has his own sexual preference or whatnot. But I mean. That's what it is, man. So, guys, I think that's where we draw a wrap on today's episode. Um, thank you so much for listening. Yep. Thus far, it's been a pleasure. But, you know, before we go, we always talk about music and what we've been listening to. So, Omga, what, um, what new song have you been listening to or what album have you been listening to recently? Um, okay, so there is this guy, Tion Wayne. I don't know if I pronounced yeah, it. Yeah, Tion Wayne. Yeah, he's so, a grime, grime artist. He has a new album, Green with Envy. How I came across him was... He had a track with David O. Okay. So, it's it's nice. It's nice. I'm not. I'm actually not listening to everything. Okay. But I still like the one he had with David O. And um, was it J Five? Yeah, J Five. Yeah. 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 So I I have I still have it here, but I'll, I'll still probably listen to it some other time. But a couple of them I've listened to. No, can't. They're really good. And um, what else have I been listening to? I love this music. I love high. I yeah, I really good at it. <laughs> so some people, some people say that this is a different article. Of course, of course, this is not the vibe we are used to. So let me let me just put it out there right now. I don't even think this person is adequately good. This is AG baby, as far as I'm concerned, <laughs> because we've seen the transition from the indigenous Nigerian artist mm. to I'll say an Afro pop artist currently. You know, he's he's gone through the whole transformation of you know getting both beards, longer hair, you know, his fashion style has changed. Mm-hmm. So don't worry, this is HBB. This is this isn't that deeply good anymore. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah, but it's, yeah, so it's what, really what have you been listening to? So um first of all I've been listening to like Alia. So I mean I've listened to some of her old songs and um 
great 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 jam honestly that's someone that i wish was still alive and still dropping music mm. she dropped a lot of nice gems and a lot a lot of her songs artists till today are still sampling those songs you know okay. pop smoke sampled some of her songs chris brown has sampled some of her songs so you know classics classics right there and one um, ep i'm enjoying currently is the new Thames ep if orange was a place I i've actually not EP. listened to Nah, you should, you should. I love the EP. My favorite song on it is um, Avoid Things. But the one that is actually making the rounds currently is Crazy Things. Yeah. She was currently signed to um, a label, I guess, yeah? I'm not sure. I'm, I'm not really sure of her label status. But I, for me, I see her as an independent artist. She's someone who's doing a lot of work on her own and working on working on her own terms. So, yeah, so apart from Thames, I'm just saying, I went back. Last night, I was just feeling... I was reminiscing back to like GS2, GS3 days, so I started listening to, um, I went to look for Jesse, some of Jesse Jack's songs, and Ice Prince, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, classics right there, you know, Bad Girl by Jesse Jack, featuring Whiskey, um, Only Cool by Ice Prince, I remember that first, um, that first Ice Prince album, um, Everybody Loves Ice Prince, yeah. I remember I went for the concert with a couple of friends from school, and then um, Fire of Zamani as well was... Was a really really cool album by um, by Ice Prince and also Nobody Tests Me by Jesse Jags. I, I don't know some old school, old school man. I don't. Know, I, I just really wish that. What's this thing with you on old school? Them. Because I mean, like almost every episode you have like an old so, school. Genre so the, the thing is that there are some songs that just always stick with you mm. and they're just always in your subconscious. And then sometimes you just randomly remember them. So once I just randomly remember them, I just go back to it and I listen to it because sometimes you get tired of what's is going on currently yeah. or what you're listening to currently as long as you just you want something to like refresh your brain or maybe it's even based on maybe the way i was feeling at that point in time so like i went for a walk yesterday night i'm going to do that again this night that's the first time i went to exercise in a while so coming back i was my legs were feeling it i took a shower just a walk see just the walk i didn't even start jogging at all but that's supposed to show you how unfit mm. I am. So I remember the first fifteen minutes of taking the walk. I started panting. I was like, no, 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 that something is going on. I was just like, no, I just have to keep. I have to continue doing this. So it's, I mean, it's very important to like be sound physically as well. You know, it, it helps the mental health. Yeah, you know, we've not we've not done something in a while, and that was when um Satisfied Lover Boy dropped. Yeah. And Donda. So, yeah. Have you listened? Do you listen in? So. Till today, mm. <laughs> I've not been able to listen to half of Donda. You feel, like, you, feel you feel that project is too long, man. How many? I, 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 I don't know something. yet. I, I can't say. I can't say that project is too long. Twenty-seven. I can't say that project is too long because I've listened to Chris Brown albums which have like thirty-six songs in them, and there are no skips for me. Mm. I listen to everything, so it's not just the fact that I'm a big Chris Brown fan. It's because I like what he puts in his project. So I don't think Donda was a long. I think the only difference between Donda and some of the projects Chris Brown has put out so far is the fact that some of the songs on Donda are actually long, like four minutes, five minutes. Mm. Maybe some of the gospel songs are like five minutes and four minutes, you know. So it's maybe the that's entire why, album is an hour forty four minutes. Exactly. You know, so just imagine. So maybe that's why it feels so long for people. But then I see a lot of positive reviews online. A lot of people like the album, you know. But then obviously I love Certified Lover Boy. I've listened to the album end to end. I love it. Drake had some huge bars in that <laughs> huge bars in the album, you know. Which of which of the which of the tracks are your favorite? Hmm, which track is my favorite? Which track is my favorite? Wow, wow. I don't I don't know. I don't know. Probably uh, let me go through it. Let me go through it. Um hmm. <laughs> Maybe actually I think I like the one with Jay Z Love All. I think that has been my favorite track so far, you know. But mm. then I also like Girls One Girls. Um, I enjoyed Champagne Poetry as the opening to the album. Um, I didn't really feel the song with him. I was about saying that. I was <laughs> expecting more from, I, from yes, that track. So let me let me even tell you something. Did you know the first time I listened to the album? I didn't remember that Tim's on the album. I didn't feel the vibe of the song. I felt like. Thames could have done more with his song. I feel he didn't give her so much of an opportunity to do something with the song. I mean, see the way Whiskey allowed Thames to eat Essence, you know, so I feel Drake could have done more with her. I think they'll probably do more tracks together because they seem to have a, a good friendship from what we see online anyway. Yeah, at the end of the day, I think um, whatever they are doing is working because yeah. it's just bringing her to the limelight. Like, exactly. I think on Spotify, she has like the most streamed. 
even ahead of David Doe. Yeah, I think. but I think number one currently is still okay. Okay, on Spotify, yes. Mm. But I think the most Shazam song currently is that Seek is um, Seek is um, acoustic version of that his song. I forgot which of his songs. Song. Um, Love One City. That okay. apparently that's the most Shazam song in the world currently. In the world. Yeah, in the world currently, number one on Shazam. And it's making numbers as well on on Spotify and other streaming platforms. So I think another um song on the Certified Lover Boy album that I like is um No Friends in the Industry. So that's another song I like. Yeah, 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 that's another song I like. So guys, that's what we've been listening to. Um yeah, we'd I, like to know what you've been listening to as well. Yeah, I was I was going to ask, how did you see um King of Boys? So uh, yeah, I'm not I'm not finished watching this. I'm not finished watching my mom and I have been watching you? this. No, it's not is that boring. So for me, it's like when I'm watching that movie, like I want to pay attention to it. So in fact, before I watched it, I started from um, part one. You went back. I went back to part one so that I could understand the storyline going into this one. So I think I'm, I'm currently well stuck on like episode two. So maybe my mom and I, because my mom and I were watching it, so maybe we'll finish it up later and I'll give like a review about it. But then, so far, a lot of people were talking about some sort of romance or tension between. Um, Adi Tiger and Oba, that's Eniola. I didn't Eniola I didn't see that at all. I just felt it was. I just felt like she was just happy that she had a soldier that stood by her and whatnot. So let, let me not just drop spoilers yet, but I must say like the project is is good. It's good, yeah. No jokes. Though um that that part where they blew up um Ikawe Eniola was in, mm. still give up that Nigerian movie vibe. <laughs> But yeah, then yeah, yeah. he was it was still okay to an extent. Mm. And but then okay, yeah, go on. This this um what was her name again? That played um older Eniola or is it younger Eniola? Yeah, what's her yeah. name? Um, I forgot his name right now. Guys, she she eats that character. She and really, I, I heard yeah. that before now that she didn't um know how to speak Yoruba so well. Really? That she went to live with Eniola. Hmm. Like actually yeah, went to her house, house to stay with to her stay for with some her time. To learn so because you could see whatever they were doing was translating exactly could, yeah yeah i love that because it reminded me a lot of how to get away with murder mm. you know the way you would um you go back to the past come back to the future and then the scenes then show up to what happened in the future so that was that was really cool it's a really cool project that's his critics as well a lot of people say that maybe it's too long it shouldn't have been cut down into episodes or whatever i don't have a problem with that actually but i mean look every project that comes out you have the of course you have the lovers you have the haters but it is what and the major thing is that they're making their money mm-hmm. people are still watching it on netflix of course and money's coming it's trending there i think exactly. they, they are planning on i don't know if they are going to have a second season but i don't know it's, it depends it depends on the way i mean it depends on the reception from fans well i actually. think they're actually going to have because this woman cool. tweeted um what was her name came out this year she tweeted something like what do you think about white money mm, um, he me. yes yeah. i remember i remember so that's i think true. i think they have, plans they have plans it might be a continuous thing maybe at the end of the day they turn it into like a proper netflix series for me i'm just thinking what else also ha- was to happen so that's down to the writers that's down to the writers to make something happen i mean some of the best series ever that have been dropped either in nollywood or hollywood or bollywood whatever is down to the writers if the writers can make something make sense then mm. why not take a look at the power franchise everyone felt that after ghost died yeah that should have been the end of power but now they've they've had other spin-offs they've had um uh, book, two. book two and then raising canaan as well okay raising, i've not even seen raising. raising canaan is really 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 great why did you drop it's been dropping for like the past nine weeks how many episodes now so the the 10th one should be dropping tonight are you serious i think i'll check that out no no it's really really good the storyline is good you get you get blown away your mind will be blown away why because you'll be surprised that this was canaan when he was younger compared mm. to what you saw in power that big tough guy you know, and big ups to 50 Cent. 50 Cent is doing a lot of work in terms of movies and whatnot. Um, I know he has he has another major series, one another black American series that is seriously making the rounds in America. I've forgotten the name of it, but he's really doing big things when it comes to movies, right? Yeah, I actually like how this boy is growing. Um, was um, this boy's son in power? Um, Tariq. Tariq. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's when that part to the book mm-hmm. so I, yeah. you know, it was good. So you can, you can obviously see that he's the more refined version of his dad. So the education is there 
to make him smarter. Mm. But then he still has that street. That street vibe. Yeah, yeah, that street vibe is still in him. So no, it's a really, it's a really, really cool series. So I mean, for big up to Kevin Adesiba and the team. I just hope the writers continue to do something really cool and they they continue to give us things that we want to see in the cinemas and yeah. on TV as well. Uh, did you Money Heist? Did you see Money Heist? Of course, I saw Money Heist. Look, it blew my mind. I can't wait for December. That's when the next one is coming. December third or December fourth? Please, just let it drop. See, I just let me know what's going on. your head. I think the mistakes I make is when um, I know I have something to do and start watching. Oh, I start watching. Yeah, you will lose. You Especially lose something like Money Heist. Mm-hmm. It was a Sunday. Yeah. And I had a deadline. I was supposed to meet <laughs> for Monday. Yeah. Bro, if I tell you that I finished that whole thing that Sunday. That's, I, uh, I, I started once, yeah. once I came back from church. Yeah. I was glued to my screen. Like, no, no, nothing was going to take me out. It's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. I loved everything. I loved, um, I loved how important all the characters mm. were. Mm. Everyone had a role to play. Even Arturito. Very stupid guy. I don't Just because of a woman, he going back. No, that guy caused a lot of havoc. But I liked his role. But then let me tell you something. For some reason, I don't know why. For some reason, I feel like Tokyo might not be dead. Why? The only reason why I feel like she might not be dead is because she's the person narrating the story. Someone else could pick up from where she starts. It's, it's possible, but let's find out. Someone else could pick up, but then let's find out. But I feel like that's the only thing that can make me... No, the way she died. The way she died. No, there is nothing you can tell me. <laughs> you might never if she comes you. back, I'll stop watching that So shoot. So even before the final scene where she died, where she took all those bullets... Yeah. That that room was literally blown up. Exactly. So before then, when she took the first the first um, four bullets to her body, mm. I even felt that that was when she was going to die. But obviously, she still hung in there. And but then the way she received those last couple of bullets, uh, no, obviously it looks like she's going to die. I mean, no, she's dead. She's not like she's still going to die. Exactly. And then, excuse me. The final scene, you would see that. Um, that soldier put a gun to her face and it seemed like he took one more shot just to shoot her in the head mm. but i don't know we'll find out when the next season drops on december 3rd i'm looking forward to this man great stuff i'm looking forward to it yeah. well guys that's a wrap on it um thank you so much for sticking with us so um thus far and um, make sure you comment like subscribe let us know what you feel rate us five stars on apple Podcasts. Yeah. we're also available on spotify and Google, Google Podcasts, Podcast. wherever you can listen to your podcast right there. Exactly.